on this podcast we have Mahindra again from MW Performance in Bangalore. Uh, we talk to him about common maintenance tasks and jobs that you can do and if you're not able to do it at least you know there are, these are the checks that you can look at and uh, make sure that you know your bike better and uh, not get stuck on the road. So welcome back Mahindra. Uh, it's good to have you uh, back on the podcast. Uh, uh, we've been seeing you working on quite a lot of bikes recently so yeah. uh, how is it going it's been uh, it's been pretty good uh, year so far since start the beginning of the year also has been uh, pretty hectic and yeah we're getting a lot of gss right now for all the engine work and the valve clearances work mm-hmm. so yeah keeping my hands full is that uh, i mean uh, apart from the topic that i wanted to have a chat with you about today uh is that a uh, is that is that a is is wall clearance checked? Yes, it's it's a part of the maintenance uh, schedule. Once in twenty thousand kilometers, it's just not about GS, uh-huh. but it's also any of the big bike, which is anything above eight hundred cc, has to be done a wall clearance once in twenty k. Okay. So the benefit of this is the throttle response will be more better, and the engine uh, response will be more sharper. Mm-hmm. Cool. So let's get into the whole uh, the maintenance part. Uh, yeah. I mean. Even I mean I I I do my own maintenance jobs and uh, there's there's a checklist that I keep in front of me and I keep uh, I keep thinking you know maybe I should ask uh, you know an established garage if that's the right thing I'm doing uh, mm-hmm. these are the right uh, checks that I'm doing uh, okay. so I do it so I mean I'll run you a few of them that I look at and then maybe okay. add to it and say hey listen you know what you should be adding this or this or so uh, not the basic ones. I'm gonna get into a little more apart from just the pre-ride ones. So things like uh, I'll start from the front again. You know, just uh, how do I check uh, checking my brake pads? You know, uh, am I able to change the headlight bulb on the way somewhere if I get stuck? Uh, checking on my battery. Uh, how, do I need to change my air filter at some time at some point while I'm on a ride? Mm-hmm. Uh, things like changing engine oil and oil filters. Okay. These are some of the things that I uh, that that's a little more advanced than a, a pre-ride check. What okay. are the common maintenance tasks that you think somebody can do uh, without requiring a garage? Uh, so let me put it this way: Now tomorrow, I have a right to go around, so I pretty much do all the checks much mm-hmm. before going in. But there are times when people who want to go in for a ride and they're stuck in the, you know, in between the, the vehicle is not starting or something like that. There are certain things and actually, you know, if you do it yourself, probably it will help you out in that last resort. Maybe our reach may be the last, but definitely it will help you out in that moment. For example, you know, now that you said like it's uh, the battery. Mm. What happens here on a heavy machine is, Due to the entire, you know, the running in or whatever it is, because of the grime or the grind or whatever is happening inside the engine, sometimes the terminals get loose. So the guy, when he stops in for a for a coffee or something like that, then he starts to start, uh, turn on the bike. It doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't pretty much get on. Mm. So uh, what happens here is the battery terminals may be loose, or any of the fuses would have been gone. Mm. So some electrical things are certain stuff which we basically tell uh, any rider who is going for a long ride or a short ride, we tell them, please thoroughly check it. Mm, yeah. So that way, it, you know, they're also not stranded. Mm-hmm. And we are also quite kind of confident that, yes, uh, the bike is perfectly fine before sending it out. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I mean, like you said, if you're working on your bike, you would know exactly, exactly. Um, uh, what things need to be changed before you start a trip or after your trip, right? Right, right. What are the common maintenance checks that somebody should have? And what are the jobs that he can do before they start off a ride? Uh, for example, now if tomorrow if you're starting up for a ride, you can actually check for the change of oil or the uh, air filter or the plugs. So my advice to people is when they're actually living in the workshop, no, they're trying to leave the, their bikes in the garage, let them spend some time onto the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. That way, if any technician is working, they can at least observe and know what to do, what not to do at mm -hmm. that moment when we are not there. Yeah. We can only, we can only guide them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So minor spares, you know, for example, if you're going somewhere near Leh Ladakh or something like that, you will definitely need to carry a small uh, air filter because it is, it's a dusty area in the first place. And sometimes with the less of uh, air intake, your engine may start choking. So all those uh, small, small, minor, minor things is very important mm -hmm. for any common rider. So is that an, is, are these, do you say these are advanced jobs that people should also learn? Like just uh, the valclearance job. Understanding the fact, how do I change my air filter? Or do I really need to know how do I change my engine oil and oil filter? It is. It is nice. See, learning is a process. There's no end to it. Mm. So I suggest most of the riders who come into my workshop, please thoroughly look at what the work is being done. Because sometimes if you're going and you want to do some DIY on your motorcycle, at least you will know what to do. Yeah. Rather than you know switching into the wrong uh, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are the what are some of the advanced jobs that you think uh, can be done? Like if I have to give you a motorcycle and say, hey, listen, let's start from the front to the back. Uh huh. Uh, what are the things that need to be checked and can be done by uh, by a DIY guy? Okay. So a few things are check for your brake uh, brake pads, mm -hmm. the thickness of your brake pads. If it needs replacement before the ride, replace it. Mm -hmm. Second of all, now if you say the headlight bulb is not working or it's got a loose contact or something, check for wiring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because the main wiring which goes into the loom, yeah. it always has some you know tendency to slip off. So certain loose contacts will definitely develop you know, the headlight uh, not to work or not to you know on or something like that. Mm -hmm. The third thing is, if it's a chain-driven vehicle, check for the tension of the chain and the sag. That's most important. Mm -hmm. Because the more weight or uh, inclusive of the luggage what you're carrying or something like that, it will definitely uh, weaken out the chain sprockets and you'll also be left with, you know, stranded in the middle of the road. Mm. The third thing is your tires. Look into the tire pressure. If there is a loose spoke or something like that, get it checked before going on a ride. These are certain small, small things. But uh, again, when it comes to advanced level, if the person is very confident in doing uh, himself, so we just give a roundabout of what to do. You know, changing your oil filter, changing your spark plugs. This is basic in all the Himalayan things, or Himalayans or KTMs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? When it comes to big bikes, we only suggest them, please check only for the electrical components, where if on a big bike, if it's sta standard somewhere, just check for these stuff. Mm -hmm. Like the battery, loose, uh, battery terminal being loose, or if there, is, if there is any kind of an excess wash done, on a Tiger 800, this is a this is a classic example. If you do excess water washing on a Tiger 800, right below the battery there is something called as a starter motor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a relay. It's a small relay, mm -hmm. and because of that water seeping inside, and there is no let out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So what happens here is even if you put on the key and you put uh, push, uh, push this uh, crank button, it will not start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somewhere there has, the power is getting a loss, right? Yeah. So these things we actually tell them, you know, uh, in advance. Yeah. So it's better also even for the rider who's riding the bike, his own bike, should learn few things mm-hmm. before his ride. So it makes it more easier. Yeah. So you're saying mechanical and electrical, both are very important. Minor, minor things. Not complex stuff. Not complex stuff. Minor things. Yeah. Yeah. Complex, we are here to help them out in terms of whatever the engine wear and tear is. Yeah. Yeah. Certain minor things which he is able to do it or we guide them over the phone. Yes. Mm. It is accomplished till date. Yeah. So I've got, I've got four jobs in front of me. I want to give, I want to ask you uh, out of 10, 10 being the most difficult, uh, and you know zero being something that a you know a novice can't do. So uh-huh. let me know if these are jobs that can be done. So replacing your bike battery. Yes, it's easier. Easy. Okay. Yes. Uh, flushing and filling a cooling system. Well, flushing out it requires a little time, uh, but it can be done only when the engine is actually cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's little complex, but it's not that. But you should have the right set of tools to pull out the entire hose and other things. Okay. Changing your brake fluid? Well, you need to do the bleeding mm-hmm. in advance before doing changing the brake fluid. Okay. Sometimes uh, if there is excess of uh, bubbles inside the brake lines, mm-hmm. definitely not hold brake. Yeah. And change of brake fluid is recommended once in 5,000 to 6,000 kilometers. Okay. It depends on the duration of his ride yeah. or the start of his ride. Got it. Uh, is changing an engine, changing engine oil and oil filter a simple job? Yes, it's a very simple job. Okay. Uh, the one that you were doing, I've been seeing you doing the valve clearance check. Is that a very complex job? It is complex. Okay. It requires a lot of calculation in terms of your increments, in terms of the sizes, the right proportion of uh, shims which needs to be inserted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that has to be done when the engine is absolutely cold because the clearance will be much better. To understand further, to do it, you know, yeah. by inserting the filler gauge. Yeah. So those are certain complex things, but that's only for the betterment of the engine, you know, mm-hmm. to keep the engine healthier, to keep the engine more uh, smoother. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go back and change this uh, episode to easy maintenance jobs. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna change the podcast title to easy maintenance jobs rather than common maintenance jobs. So. Yeah, Easier. Yeah. So, so here's here's the list that I've got. So, headlight, bulb replacement, somebody should know. Brake light, somebody should know. Indicator yeah. bulb, somebody should know. How to check on your battery, uh, somebody should know. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what are the other easy things that uh, somebody can look at and say, hey, listen, this is something that I should know. What are the ones that you think is a must? That for every common for every common rider, there are a few things when, especially when he's got his chain-driven vehicle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they forget to actually loop the chain. Yeah, this is again the life of any transmission for any chain-driven vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that is something which they have to uh, give a little thought much before they ride, mm-hmm. or even after they ride, or wherever they're having a pit stop. So the chain lubrication is a must. Otherwise, you'll have a lot of humming noise. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I believe you've got uh, you've got a few uh, guests who had come over and then they're doing a a multi-day ride. And yeah, you... we had a bunch of people who were actually trying to do the overland expedition this year. Okay, and uh, this is something very interesting because one of the riders has actually 
done the Overland uh, ride, I think probably 2019. Yeah. Name is Raisin. Now his club pulled in with another five, six members who planned to do an Overland ride. So the idea was very simple. Raisin, much before in 2019 when he came, when he wanted to do this uh, ride, he actually pretty much spent one whole two days with us to understand about the motorcycle, what to do, what not, and all the DIYs. Mm-hmm. So in this case, when you're going in a group, you know, the rest of the people will be banking on the person who is expertised rather than them learning it. Yes. So we made, we, we ensured that the whole day is dedicated to them and uh, we taught each and everyone how to do and how not to do and what to do, what not to do and what are the tools to carry. Yes. We, we, made, we made sure that yes. they themselves are going to use the tools mm-hmm. which is available under the seat or what they're carrying. Not with the tools which is there in the workshop. Mm-hmm. We ensure that whatever needs to be removed or needs to be checked, please utilize those tools which is being provided with the motorcycle or the things which you're going to carry. Yeah. So it's a learning process. Mm-hmm. And eventually what will happen here is after they went back also, they practiced it two, three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, are, they fared well. So what are, the, what are the top five things that you emphasize on uh, for machine, not for human? that they should really know and you know in case of emergency or in case of a breakdown okay in case of a breakdown what they should know about the motorcycle one thing is there is the current versions of motorcycle which is come right now is a little more advanced compared to the, all the earlier versions which came mm-hmm. and uh, with too much of electronics people are getting panicked out you know mm-hmm. yeah. for example now the 1250 gs or the gsa whatever is coming of late, uh, within fraction of 500, 600 or 1000 kilometers, 90% of the people are finding a lot of errors on their TST screens, yeah. mm-hmm. which is basically is just a, a pop-up message, but it's got to do nothing with the mechanical version of the engine. So they, they get panicked out, then they, they know they shut off their ride, whatever it is, they put their ride for a stop and then they send it to an RSA, which is the most simplified version where you can actually rectify this then and there on the road. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a GS or a GSA, if you have any kind of a pop-up message error uh, coming on, uh, say for example, fault in engine control or something like that, just switch off the engine, disconnect the battery terminal, uh, the negative terminal for three seconds, three to five seconds, and put it back. It's yes. perfect fine. All the way? <laughs> yeah, all the way. Yeah, yeah. Like I've experienced this twice and I have done this twice. Yeah. So I know pretty much how it works. Okay. Yes. So, so basically, you're saying with electronics and the advancement, uh, errors, uh, I mean, breakdowns are minimal, but you're saying it's just electronic. Uh, it's just an electronic thing which can be rectified then and there. Yeah, got it. So at this point of time, so what is the what is the kind of training that somebody has to go through mechanically if they're doing such a ride? Uh, what if it's an advanced ride or something like that, we, we thoroughly tell them yeah. what all can be the errors it, you can come across during your course of your ride, mm-hmm. right? And how to rectify this. Okay. Like for example, you have this throttle control error where you rev the throttle but the bike is not moving, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is because of a small sensor which is there in the right-hand side of the throttle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a solenoid which is actually an electronic strip. Electronics can fail anytime you want. Mm-hmm. There is no guarantee that it's going to last for long. But in sometimes what happens, the product itself is like faulty or something like that. That particular product, uh, part can be replaced. Got it. Yeah. 
But is is now the 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 person who's trained, the guy who's who's heading the trip, and he's going to be the assigned mechanic or the technician? Mm-hmm. The oh, by the way, they are not carrying any backup uh, technical. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Because yeah, they 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 prepared themselves itself. Yeah. So what so is in the... accordance whatever they need hmm. that we are here over a call yeah. to help them or guide them. Yeah. So rest and all, they are only doing it themselves. <laughs> like change of air filter, checking yeah. the battery terminals, changing the brake pads. Mm-hmm. If anything comes up, uh, errors comes up, what to do, what not to do. Mm-hmm. By chance, if they lose their uh, key fob. Mm-hmm. how to activate the bike yeah wow okay. all those emergency things which can help them in that uh, have you that, do, do you guys make a checklist and you give it to them that this is yes we do we do is there is there is, is, are there any the top three things on that list that you want to share with us that they should be checking? well it's pretty much the common list which we had actually discussed run through right now okay. but uh, this being as a big ride for a 40 45 day ride we mm-hmm. tell them thoroughly what to do in that entire 45 days you know right yeah one day uh, one day before or one day advanced mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah it's 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 a very simple stuff mm-hmm. whatever we had uh, run through but in this case it's a bunch of the same bikes which is going yeah. so i thought it will be better to prepare and give them a checklist which is related to that motorcycle which they are riding it yeah 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 whatever we had discussed right now it's totally uh, completely universal for any biker with this there is no category from uh, 500 to 800 or any 1000 cc just like change even or something yeah so i'm not going to sum up this podcast i want you to sum up my podcast uh yeah. what what should somebody be in, in knowledgeable about and how does it help him at the end of the day Well you will not be stranded in the middle of the road though in the first place <laughs> and uh, you definitely know what is your potential in terms of you know getting out from that uh, deserted point yeah uh, i mean i mean see if you're going for that ride and then you're stranded unless you know what to do and you don't learn then you're still going to ask the rescue for an rsc only right yeah yeah but if we know it and you're confident in doing it mm. your mission is accomplished yeah so i'll i'll give you a quick story that i had uh, when i was doing a i was doing a short trip and mm-hmm. uh, um, i came halfway and i saw a gs being or they said back uh, back to pune and oh, I, asked, okay. i asked the puncher guy i said what happened like why is this uh, bike back home sent back home so the guy actually told me that he was not able to open the Reta he didn't know how to open the Reta Reta yeah and uh, and guys uh, uh, another problem uh, is uh, 90% of the people who have bought the machines right mm-hmm. uh, they they're only to ride the bikes yeah. they definitely don't want to get into the technical aspects of the vehicle for that uh, they feel that you know any superior or a, a service center is already there which will help them out in actually building up you know doing up their bikes and then selling it back but in as a biker uh, my personal interest is i would want every rider to learn each and every aspect of this motorcycle yeah because at the end of the day it's you who's going to ride the bike not yeah. anybody else and when yeah. you're stranded it's only going to be you yeah. not anybody but i think the option that they keep and the biggest option that they keep is instead of repairing is rsa which is yeah yeah uh, See, and they uh, are here to make the money out no rsa yeah. is always ready for anything So and then I, I I met the guy I actually met the guy and I asked him and he said he was he was actually happy to put the bike uh, 
on the other side and go back home to Pune. And I think wow, okay, that's interesting. But like you said, I think the uh, if you know if if I was in his position, I wouldn't have given up. Yeah, yeah. I would have still tried something. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's all I'm saying. I mean, these all, like I said, the, the the purpose of this podcast was to get, you know, the common things that you, somebody should really know just in case, you know, what what's the worst that can happen? Maybe you're, you know, it's, if there's an engine problem, then I understand, you know, you have to go back. But there are, there are tasks that can be done. And if you know, you can, you know, get it done and keep moving. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, right. Though. I mean, these are just common things that somebody should know, and uh, yeah, it'll keep you going at least. Yeah. So yeah, so thanks so much. I think the uh, you've got some good tips uh, for uh, guys uh, uh, first to get their tools right, get their manuals right, and just make sure that you've uh, you've understood your own motorcycle first, right? So thanks, thanks, Mahindra. It's always a pleasure having you on our podcast. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I want to hear your stories, your motorcycle experiences, what you've been doing and how motorcycles have made your life better. So if you have something to say, DM us on Instagram uh, and I'll be more than happy to get you on this podcast.